Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling broadcast booth and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Fillmore Spencer is Utah Valley's largest top-rated law firm, and they can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. We're after one quarter of play, BYU and Hawaii tied at seven. The Cougars scored a 40-yard Squally Canada touchdown run. The Warrior, Rainbow Warriors score on a 42-yard fumble return from Solo and Matautia. 30th meeting between BYU and UH. The Cougars have won 21 of the previous 29. BYU undefeated in Provo, 9-0, 12-8 here in Honolulu. So about twice as many games here in the islands. And uh, the Rainbow Warriors much more successful, as you might expect here at home. Last time they met was in 2012. And that was... Taysom Hill's first start wow. as a Cougar quarterback. 47-0 was the score. And I, st- and I still remember uh, Taysom Hill running away from UHDBs into the end zone as he was gaining <laughs> speed and they were losing distance. They said, the quarterback this big shouldn't run this fast. And that's the first look we saw, really, of Taysom Hill doing what he can do. His first start in 2012 was, was a 40. No, it was his first start, three or four games in. They got, oh, okay. yeah, people were hurt. But uh, it was his first start. And they won 47 nothing back in 2012. In 2011, they won here 41-20. to So the last two games BYU's played UH, Cougars have scored 88 points. Greg, I'm with you. I can see Taysom Hill running north right up the middle yeah. for a long touchdown. Yep. <laughs> and that was the start of it, really. I mean, and then within a few games, Taysom was out for the year. But then really only the next game, I think, the Utah State game, he gets uh, knocked out late in that game. But uh, that was the first glimpse of what we would see many times over the next few seasons. The tremendous Taysom Hill. But here we are. All right, second quarter about to begin. BYU 7 and UH 7. 15 minutes on the second quarter clock. BYU is second down and 7 at the Hawaii 36-yard line is the spot. BYU will send twins left and a single wide Mike Simon to the right. Tight end will set up left. So three receiving options left side. Single to the wide right side. To the short wide right side. With Critchlow in the gun. Squally's a pistol back. T. John Karoma. Crouches. Right hand snap. Chest high to Critchlow. Pulls it down. Gives to Squally. Squally. Nice burst to the left on second and seven. Give him five to the 31-yard line. Tackled after a gain of five by Jelani Tavai. And it'll be third and two for BYU. And third and short's been good to the Cougars today. They're three for three on third and three or shorter. This is a third and two, the first one of this game. BYU on the year. Sub 50% on third and two. So it's been tough on the year. Tougher than you'd think. Squally now over 100 yards. 12 carries, 104 yards. Kefensis in direct snap. On third down and two. Wildcat clap. Snap Kefensis. Delay, draw, right, first down, and a gain of five. Austin Kefensis kind of stopped when he received the ball, let things advance in front of him, and then took off to the right. And BYU moves the chains, and BYU now four of six on third downs, and a perfect four of four on third and three or shorter. Well, he did a nice job of getting to the edge. You know, you're right, Greg. He's very patient, waited to see where was the best spot that he could pick up the yardage, and uh, looked as though had he been just a little earlier there, he had a chance for a big play, and they're helping off one of the Hawaii players. Yeah, Montreal's Jay Dominique, one of the safeties, is uh, limping off. 
with assistance with 14-12 to go till halftime in a 7-7 game. BYU first down and 10 after the Kofensis chain mover. First and 10 at the UH 27-yard line. BYU going left to right as we see it and you hear it here in quarter number two, north to south here at the stadium. It will darken around halftime. This game, this game began in sunshine. Now it's uh, mostly overcast. Broken cloud and some wind and rain still present. Kofensis remains at quarterback. Wildcat, if you will. He has yet to throw a ball this season. Is that coming? Not this time. Oh, yes, it is. Drop back. Lob wheel route. Bell back. Remakes. Oh, he just can't haul it in. Through his hands. Dropped at the five-yard line. Oh, they had it set up. The first throw from Kofensis was going to be a touchdown and just could not connect. So El Bakri normally comes out of that position and blocks on the outside man. And so as he comes out to block the outside man, he wants to get away from him so he doesn't get blocked. That's what allows El Bakri to be wide open on the sideline. El Bakri ran the, ran the wheel to the right and just couldn't quite haul it in. Second down and 10. Critchlow's back at quarterback. Squally left hip. Second and 10 at the UH 27. The give to Squally. Oh, Squally just gobbled up and chance. lost two on that play. So the first down play was there. Couldn't quite connect on it. Now it's second down. Loss of two. Third down and 12. Almost 13 back at the 30-yard line. And BYU might be thinking four-down territory right now. It's a 47-yard field goal. And that's longish for Almond. Third down, 13. See what they get on this third down play before really addressing that possibility. As they'll send Pau'u and Shumway to the left. Tight end left is Bushman. Single wide right, Simon. Critchlow shotgun. Third down, 13 at the 30 of Hawaii. A three-step for Critchlow. Shuffles the feet, and he throws incomplete. Yeah, he wanted Bushman all the way. And he threw behind Bushman into the vicinity of three Hawaii defenders. So what will BYU do now on fourth and 13 at the Hawaii 30-yard line? Critchlow's coming off the field. Well, they had that man-to-man cover that time, and Bushman was going to try and uh, make a move and get rid of that guy. And as he made his move, the defender went right with him. So uh, Critchlow had to deliver the football. The pressure was getting to him. He only came to the sideline, didn't go off. BYU keep the offense on the field and go for it on 4th and 13 at the Hawaii 30-yard line. BYU's 5 for 22 on the year on 4th downs. 4th and 13 at the UH 30. Wind into the face of what would be the kicker, so they will not attempt it. They'll call timeout with BYU the play clock winding their down. First time out of the half. So 12:59 timeout. Yep, 12:59 to go till halftime. We'll take a break. 7-7 BYU and Hawaii. Cougars facing a fourth and 13 at the Hawaii 30. After this, on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Back in Honolulu, Hawaii, it's Aloha Stadium, BYU 7, Hawaii 7. Fans, what does your insurance do when it's not doing insurance? It should do more. Learn more at AAA.com. Greg Rubel, Mark Lyons, Nate Mickle, your broadcast trio tonight. Late afternoon here in the islands. 7-7 game, BYU facing a fourth down and 13 at the Hawaii 30-yard line. The Cougars, I mentioned a moment ago, 5 of 22 on fourth downs this year. Their longest fourth down converted was five yards. This is fourth and 13. And again, the wind would probably be into the face of the kicker, and it's longish anyway for Almond. so field goes on an option, and punt and pin, if you don't do it right, you only gain 10 yards. And so fourth and 13, we'll see if the Cougars dial up here. We'll see if it'll be a UCCU smart decision with Joe Critchlow 
in the gun. Ball at the 30. Right now, Hawaii's in a zone defense. Hawaii shows just three up front. They're going to drop nine as Critchlow throws to the far side. It is caught by Trinaman, and it's a first down at the 11-yard line. At the sideline, Trinaman hauls in the longest fourth-down conversion of the season. The Cougars convert fourth and 13. Now first and 10 from the 11, it was a UCCU smart decision. Brought to you by UCCU, featuring low fixed rates on a home equity line of credit with no closing fees. To learn more, visit uccu.com. BYU first and 10, the Hawaii 11. 12.46 to go till halftime. 7-7 our score. What a play. Critchlow to Trinaman. Hauls it in, and the Cougars move the chains. Pistol, Critchlow with Canada. And UH dropped a bunch on that play. Turn to the right, gives to Squally. Squally blew a tire as he got to the 10-yard line, so a gain of one. Is that a flag at the far side of the field? It is. So it has to be on Hawaii since they allowed the play to run. Offside by number 97 of the defense. He lined up in the neutral zone. It's a five-yard penalty and replay first down. So to go to first down and five at the six. First penalty of this game. BYU first and five from the six. They can score a, they can convert a first down without making a touchdown at the one-yard line. Critchlow is again pistol with Canada. Wing back and wide receiver left. Wide receiver right is Simon. Snap Joe, handoff left for Squally. Squally straightened out to keep it alive wow. to the five and is finally forced out inside the five-yard line. Mark says, wow, because he's eaten up by about three or four tacklers and somehow squeezes through them to keep the ball of the run alive for another couple of yards. It looked like me body surfing out there. That wave came in and just went right by me. <laughs> to the four-yard line. So it's a gain of a couple. Second down three. Second down three from the four. That was a first and five. That was a nice two-yard run. Squally to the right hip of Critchlow. Simon, wide left. Shumway, wide right. Nwigwe and Bushman make it Baldery as Baldery now goes left and back to the right. Sidestepping in motion as the gives to Squally. Squally runs through a tackle at the five and gets into the end zone for six. Squally Canada with a touchdown run from the four-yard line. And the Cougars take a 13-7 lead with the PAT pending. Squally broke another tackle that time. He gets hit right close to the line of scrimmage. One guy dragging on his leg, and he was able to pound and keep going and uh, shake him off, take him into the end zone. And really, I think one of his late-season hallmarks has been yards after contact. PAT now for Rhett Almond. Fowler will hold. Snap is good. Placement equally good. The kick is no good. And that ends a streak of 61 consecutive PATs by Rhett Almond. The BYU record was 70. It would have taken a crazy day to get to that today. But either way, his streak ends at 61. 11.31 to go till halftime. The scoreboard already put 14 up there, but it's only 13-7. 13-7 BYU over Hawaii. Timeout on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Ben Bagley here in the BYU Radio Studios. One update on the top four of college football. Number three, Clemson, still up 27. In fact, just scored 33 now, zero on number 24, South Carolina. Before we get back to Greg Rebell out at Aloha Stadium, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification along the new skin BYU Sports Network. KBYU FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio.
We just had our State Farm Drive of the Game sponsored by State Farm. Learn more by calling an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. It was the longest play drive of the season for BYU. 16 plays, 80 yards, ending in a four-yard squally Canada touchdown run. Took 8.05 off the clock. Great drive. Didn't end in a PAT, though. BYU missing the point after with Red Almond. So it's 13-7. BYU's up 11.31 to go till halftime. Andrew Mickelson approaches left to right, north to south. Kickoff in the air here at Aloha Stadium. High and dropping at the two-yard line to Keelan Evaliko. Evaliko outside the far hash to the far numbers and tripped up at the BYU team area boundary just outside the 20-yard line. Where will they spot this thing? Give them the 25. Officials stopping at the 24. So it's a 76-yard field facing UH. BYU up six. After Rhett Allman saw his 61 consecutive PAT streak end, Mark, he made his he missed his first ever PAT try at Arizona last year and had not missed oh, yeah. since. So he missed yeah. number one, made 61 in a row, and then misses here tonight. Yeah, pull it to the left, uh, caught a little bit, uh, you know, like a golfer does when he wants to really jack one, he pulled it off to the left. Drew Brown at quarterback, Diosomy St. Josh to his right. Wins to either side. They dump it off middle. Catch made to the 29-30 yard line. Gate of six on first down and ten. And ultimately the pile drives outside the 31 yard to the 31 yard line. Devin Stubblefield makes the reception. The uh, lightly used Devin Stubblefield. I can say that because that's his first catch of the year. <laughs> He fought hard, boy. He caught that ball, got hit by two or three guys, and still picked up an extra couple yards. Not even on my board. Ball between the hashes. Drew Brown, shotgun, St. Justin, pistol formation, now slides up to his left hip on second down and three from the UH 31. Snap Brown, zone read handoff to St. Just. St. Just running it right and right into Fred Warner. Warner makes the stop to shy of the 31-yard line. So loss of a half yard. Third down, long three coming up now for UH. Diosomy St. Just. Before that, carry had 11 yards. Needs again 28 to become UH's all-time single-season rushing yards leader tonight. UH is 0 for 2 on third downs. Only gotten the third down two times. BYU's at seven third downs already. BYU 4 of 7. UH 0 for 2. And here we go. Third down 3 at the 31 of Hawaii. St. Just is the tailback. Motioning to empty for Brown. Brown, quick throw, far side. Colley catch, first down. Dylan Colley brought down by Austin Lee in the BYU team area. So Colley's got a couple of catches. One, a big gainer of 44 yards. That a shorter one, but also moves the chains to first and 10 for Hawaii with under 10 to go until halftime. Boy, that's a tough play to cover. There's two receivers out there. The outside receiver comes down and in. BYU plays zone out there. And the inside receiver just squares it off at the first down marker. Easy throw, easy catch. St. Just to the left hip of Brown. They motion Colley to trips left. Single wide right short side for Brown. First and 10 UH at their own 35-yard line. Snap. Brown holds it out for St. Just. And St. Just is dropped in the backfield. Sione Takitaki is first in. Kafusi there. Telsinga there. Tanielu there. It's a host of Cougars to drop Diosomi St. Just for a loss of almost five on that first down run. Mm. That time they do get him. You know, they've been really close a couple of times. So BYU's getting good penetration with their front four. Able to fight through those blocks of that offensive line of Hawaii. 9.09 to go till halftime. BYU 13, Hawaii 7 after a missed Rhett Almond PAT. Squally Canada has two touchdowns for BYU. 
The two touchdowns scored both on the ground with Squally. 31-yard line. Second down, 14. They gave him a loss of four. Brown pressured from his right. Throws to his left. Catch made near sideline and kept inbounds. Kamoko Nua. Kamoko Nua makes the catch his ninth. And he gets of the 14 needed. Got 11. So third down and three coming up for Hawaii. Somehow there was a mistake over there on the defense that uh, both defenders were inside that re that receiver. He came down and cut out. He's outside any of the BYU defenders. So he makes the catch and turns up field, picks up big yardage, helps set up the possibility of making a third and short. Ryan Tuiasoa and not St. Just in the backfield on third down long two. Colley will motion to trips right, tight right for Brown. Tuiasoa steps up to the left hip of Brown. Brown takes a knee-high snap, looks to his right, looks in the middle, throws right flat, catch made, but short of the first down. Keelan Evaliko made the catch, but for no gain as he was coming across the formation. So on fourth down, long one, almost two, and near midfield, what does Hawaii decide to do? Punt it away. Fred Warner trails all the way across, plays man cover on that receiver, chases him all the way across the field as soon as he catches the football. Fred's there to pull him down. Good credit on the tackle. Fred Warner, solo stop to force the punt. That's Michael the receiver. She Michael Shelton is back to return, Nate. Excuse me, that's the receiver not doing his quarterbacks any favors. The quarterback expect him expects the receiver to be at the markers. Now the offense back out on the field. Punt team leaves, offense back on. Fourth long one, short two. Drew Brown, shotgun. Claps the hands, takes a three-step, sets to fire, and it is caught by Colley. Reaches the ball over the line to gain. Move the chains for Hawaii. So they reconsider the plan to punt. They rush the offense back out on the field. They rush Shelton off the field, does BYU. And Colley makes the catch for another first down. You know, I, I hate calling a Collie catch for anybody to BYU. It does not feel right. Doesn't I know. I, I hear you. Man, that bugs me. Down and out. Again, you know, uh, that quarterback can throw that accurately. He's going to be good at it all day. BYU had him, and then they didn't. Handoff Brown, St. Just. St. Just to near midfield. A gain of four on first down and ten. Dylan Collie redshirted his freshman year. And he came back off his mission, made the decision to transfer to Hawaii. There had been a change at the position coaching spot for BYU, and um, the new fit wasn't the right fit for Dylan Colley. And as such, with whatever was going on at the time, he decided to leave for the islands, and that's where he plays and does well for UH. Younger brother of Zach and Austin Colley, Dylan Colley, starring for the Rainbow Warriors. Drew Brown dumps it off near side, St. Just. He's the release man, makes the reception, and then tackled immediately. Short gain on second down and six, maybe a yard by Longi Tuifua. So Tuifua the tackle, yeah, and great. it's third down and short-ish, third and, third and four, maybe almost five here at the 49 of BYU. So third and five, Hawaii. It is BYU 13, Rainbow Warriors 7, 5.58, 5.55 now to go until halftime. Compliment Tuifua because... Uh, that 1,400-yard uh, running back with a five-yard head start coming to him. He still comes up and makes a solid tackle for little game. A couple of nice solo stops on this drive by Warner and Tuifua now. Third down, five, UH. Drew Brown, shotgun, low snap at the shins, pulls it up. Ball batted up in the air. It is incomplete. Kairos Tonga, I think, smacked it up in the air but couldn't find it. It was popped really high in the air. It drops to the turf and a fourth down and five for Hawaii. Inside BYU territory at the 49, and the offense stays on the field. We've seen an, uh, a UH team uh, a little more prone to gamble in this game. And on fourth and five, offense stays out. It's at the BYU 49-yard line. UH is one for two on fourth downs. BYU one for one 
BYU threw to Trinovan for a big gainer in that touchdown drive. All right, from the 49 of BYU, fourth and five Hawaii. Drew Brown, shotgun. Ryan Tuiasoa, left hip. Trips to the right, single wide left. Looks to the sideline, holds off his O-line, and timeout UH. Hawaii calls their second timeout of the half. Maybe trying to draw BYU off or taking a look at what they were doing, but uh, they had five guys in the backfield. The wide receiver on the far side was way behind the 50-yard line. Timeout. I think I'm hungry because five guys sounded pretty good when you said that. <laughs> 531 to go till halftime. Fourth and five UH, the BYU 49-yard line. Fans, your home is your world, so protect it with modern home services from Edge, the service company. Pest control, lawn care, mosquito guard, and more available at edgeservicing.com. Joe Critchlow, 5 of 8, 54 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Drew Brown, 8 for 12, 85 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Squally Canada, 15 for 107, two touchdowns, including a 40-yard scamper into the end zone. Dominique St. Just, seven carries, just 10 yards. So less than a yard and a half per carry for Diosomy St. Just, who's averaging 5.4 per carry on the season. So did they call Critchlow a fumble? Because uh, it must have been that he didn't have his arm coming right, forward. Right, it, it was a fumble return. That the touchdown by uh, Mattel Tia was ruled a fumble return, 42-yard fumble return. So now the offense has left the field. The punt team is on at the BYU 49. So Stan Godian, the UH punter, awaits the long snap. Michael Shelton awaits at his 10-yard line. 5.31 to go until halftime as the rain begins to fall again here at Aloha Stadium. Godian receives the long snap, chest high. Slight rugby to the right, end over render. Fair catch called for and made by Shelton at the 9-yard line. BYU facing a 91-yard field after this. BYU 13, Hawaii 7, 5.23 to go till halftime on the new skin, BYU Sportsnet. Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling broadcast booth and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU fans, Black Bear Diner was started by a couple of hungry guys with a big dream. That dream, good old-fashioned family food with great service at over 100 Black Bear Diner locations. 5.23 to go until halftime. We're here at Aloha Stadium in Honolulu, Hawaii. It is BYU 13 and, B- and Hawaii 7. Now, the rain's been off and on all day. It was on a moment ago. But, Mark, what is it about the rain here in Hawaii? It's not what? <laughs> it's not wet. It's not wet. Yeah. It? yeah, the rain isn't wet here, Mark No, says. it isn't. Uh... Now, you can get a wet rain, but uh, what well, we've been... I, I ran in a wet rain this morning, by the no way. No way. Yeah, yeah. Were you up before dark? I can't... It was, it was early in the morning. It was just barely light. I came back to the hotel, and I was very wet, and only some of it was sweat. Yeah, now, okay. Yeah. Well, so the early morning, you do have a chance yeah, okay. to have some moisture but later there. in the day when it rains, it's, it's, it's dry, dry rain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's liquid sunshine here. That's what they... I believe that's what they identify. Liquid sunshine. Nine-yard line of BYU. First down and 10. Cougars lead by six. Joe Critchlow, the QB, Squally Canada, the RB, to the right hip of Critchlow. Two wide receivers manned up right, two manned up left, including a tight end. Bushman is the handoff is to Squally between the tackles, and he'll run for three. Squally with already a 100-yard day in the first half, 16 carries, 110 now. 
I want to make a comment about what I saw Squally do on his touchdown run as well. Second touchdown my, run. Yeah, one of my favorite moves where he's one-on-one -on -one with the linebacker in the hole, and he has a choice to make. Do I try to run him over, or do I try to juke him? And he acts like he's going to run him over, but then as the linebacker hits him, he gives ground. He kind of backs up and lets the linebacker fall, runs into the end zone. The best guy I saw ever do that was Marshawn Lynch, but Squally really doing a nice job today. Hey, Mickel in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Second and six, Cougars snap Critchlow, sprint left. Cox his right arm and throws incomplete behind Simon and the fans ooh and ah because there was a DB, in fact an LB, Jalani Tavai in the neighborhood and could have had that pick. A ricochet off of Simon. Yeah, the ball, uh, I thought Simon got one hand on it, but uh, it wasn't an accurate enough throw that he could catch. Now, I thought he, Critchlow did a nice job of waiting and waiting for him to get open, and then when he did get open, I think he wasn't on the right step to make that delivery. BYU 4 of 7 on third downs, but the only third downs converted are the short ones. This is a third down and 6 at the 13-yard line of BYU. Critchlow in the gun, claps the hands, receives the snap, belt high. Settles in the pocket, dumps it off Squally. Squally makes the catch, stumbles, regains his feet, leans for the line, and gets it. I think he's got it at the 19 stretch for the 20. Needed six, and I think he got six in a bit. Where will they mark him down? He was losing his balance and falling to the ground as he tried to keep his run alive and a hand down to stretch the ball. And will they say it's good for a first down? Yes, they do. They eyeball it and say move the chain. So BYU converts on a third down and six. Their first third and longish conversion Boy, that was today. That was helpful that he uh, spotted that, moved it to the center of the field in a hurry. Now, uh, Squally should have had an opportunity. He just lost his footing as he started upfield, so he was going to make it easily, but then he had to use a balance drill, keep his balance, and uh, run it for that extra yardage. BYU's 5 of 8 on third down. Snap Joe. Joe hands Squally. Squally starts to the left side of the field, comes back between the tackles to his right, and gets outside the 20 to the 21, a gain of a couple on first down and 10, second and 8 facing BYU. Eugene Ford and Russell Williams Jr. make the tackle for UH, and Squally's helmet came off, so he is coming off the field. I think that's all that's wrong, but he looks like he's a little dinged, too. Hmm. So Squally to the sideline, holding his helmet, and now immediately to a trainer. So uh, we'll keep an eye on Squally, not just a helmet so issue. Maybe he's, he got poked in the eye. He's gone to the sideline and seeing trainer retention. We'll see what uh, we can find from Nate as Squally's out for the time being. Kafensis is in, in direct snap, wildcat formation. Kafensis running to the right on second and eight, turns up field for a gain of five to the 26-yard line of BYU. Mefi Kaloa Matangi makes the tackle for Hawaii. Third down and short coming up. BYU's two for two on third and three, and this is a third down and three. BYU, one for one on third and one. One for one on third and two. Two for two on third and three, gaining those hard yards needed to move the chains on the third and shorts. And here we go, third and three at the 26 of BYU. 2.53 to go until halftime. BYU 13, UH 7. Joe Pritchlow shotgun. He's got defenses to his right. Looks to his right. Steps up in the pocket. He's got Kafensis deep and just misfires. Overthrows him by a couple of yards down the near sideline. BYU now punts it away on a fourth and three from the 26-yard line. Kafensis was open and Critchlow overthrew him. And he had time, you know. He waited for it. He waited for it. That's a delivery that he just, you know, he just has. To, he wants that one back because I'll bet he can throw that five out of six times and make that a completion. 
So the one out of six does BYU in there and brings Johnny Linehan out on the field. Fourth down and three. So BYU misfiring on a third and short for the first time. As they threw Kefensis and had it. Yeah. Play clock's down to See? four, down to three, down to two. Linehan receives it with two. Wobbles it downfield. Colley makes an over-the-head catch at the 25-yard line. Starts to the far side of the field and is run down at the BYU team area. He spent a lot of time in the BYU bench area tonight. Gets out to the 32-yard line of UH. So uh, Austin Colley, or D Dylan Colley, beg your pardon, has had, I think, his best punt return day of the season as we take a timeout. With 2.24 to go till the break, it is BYU 13, Hawaii 7 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, you could say it's a 30-minute game when BYU and Hawaii get together under Satake and Rolovich, respectively, because neither coach has lost when leading at halftime. Kalani Satake is 9-0 with a lead at the break, and Nick Rolovich is 7-0 with a lead at the break. So it just goes to show that whoever wins the first half wins the game, and BYU is <laughs> winning the first half so far, 13-7 with 2.24 to go till halftime. Will BYU head to the locker room with the lead? We've got a first down and 10, Hawaii, at the Rainbow Warriors 32-yard line following a punt return of Dylan Collies. That sets UH up first down and 10. Here we go as the Rainbow Warriors move it right to left as we see it and you hear it. South to north here at Aloha Stadium where another rainbow has popped over overhead as rain comes our way. More rain sweeping toward the stadium as that's how it goes in Hawaii. You get these patches and these sun squalls and dry rain that Mark always forecasts. <laughs> We've got shotgun for Drew Brown. Diosami St. Just to his right hip. He'll look left and throw low. Caught by Keelan Evaliko for a gain of seven to the near side. The left side as Drew Brown threw it. So it's out to the 39-yard line, second down and three for UH. Well, BYU's trying to get that inside defender all the way out to the sideline to cover that second receiver on the out. It's just too hard. Brown shotgun looking left, this is firing it again. down, and so it's dropped. Right in the hands of the intended receiver, Kumoko Noah. And Noah could not haul it in. It'll be third down and three. UH at their own 39-yard line. No way. But uh, they, they could run that all the way down the field. Well, if you could catch it. <laughs> exactly. Kumoko Noah had eight catches coming in two today. Had one grab earlier for 12 yards. UH only one of five on third downs. Third down and three at their own 39-yard line. BYU shows four at the line, six in the box. They're going to drop eight as the throw goes far side, caught, and kept in bounds at the far sideline. Evan Barker, the Alta High School product, into BYU territory at the 46-yard line. Third and three, and a big gainer for the Rainbow Warriors, trailing at 13-7 with 1.52 to go until halftime. Diane tried to go for the uh, breakup, and instead he missed the ball with his swipe, catch down the sideline. Drew Brown awaits the shotgun snap, takes it at his belt, steps up in the pocket, ball popped loose, and caught by BYU on a fumble recovery. It's Kesney Tausinga to the far side of the field. No, 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 it's Meti Taliauli, 54, not 94. Meti Taliauli with the fumble recovery, and the Cougars take over with 1.34 to go until halftime. So the Cougars should almost certainly have a halftime lead. So a play on which BYU was victimized earlier, the quarterback being hit and the ball popping up yeah. before it went to UH for a touchdown. This one settles in to the breadbasket of Metitali Uli. 
He's caught after a short advance, and BYU now first down and 10 at the Hawaii 42-yard line. Again, the Cougars have never lost a game when leading at halftime under Kalani Satake. They lead 13-7, and they have the ball at the 42 of UH with 1.34 to go till halftime. So BYU should take a lead to the locker room, and that's been good historically. Critchlow, shotgun. Kafensis, left hip. Fullback, El Bakri to the right as the throw down and in left goes to Simon. Simon makes an 11-yard reception to the 31. First and 10, gain of 11. First and 10 again for BYU. UH player down, and a whistle sounds with a player on his knees at the 33-yard line of Hawaii. Simon tried to make that roll a catch and then roll to the outside and uh, try and lose that defender. But uh, it was a nice move, but the defender stayed right with him. Rogesterman Ferris, the second, is on his knees at the 31-yard line. The ball sits first and 10, BYU. We'll see what the Cougars will do here in the remaining seconds of the first half. We hope to see a UCCU smart decision in this series brought to you by Utah Community Credit Union, UCCU, featuring low fixed rates on a home equity line of credit with no closing fees. To learn more, visit uccu.com. Kesney Tausing is a big man, but Meti is a bigger man, and you don't often see a big guy that yeah, big rumble. running with the football. And Kesney, Kesney goes 6'1", 300. Meti, 6'2", 305. And that's the uh, first fumble recovery for Meti in his BYU career. His first name is Merrill, goes by Meti. 128 to go till halftime. Rogesterman Fares, the second coming off the field. BYU now first and 10 at the UH 31, leading at 13 to 7. BYU will line up in pistol. Kafensis trailing Critchlow. Two wide receivers, actually tight end and a wide receiver to the right. Wide receiver left is Simon. Critchlow, play fake. Pocket collapses. He goes down. Sack back at the 40-yard line. Jalani Tavai makes the sack. Five and a half sacks for Tavai. And with 117 to play in the first half, timeout taken by BYU to stop the clock. BYU calls their second timeout. The well, they wanted to get a quick hit, you know, take a, make a big play after the turnover and uh, try and get them in the hole. But uh, I don't know. When you're at the 32-yard line, I think you hammer it in there again because uh, the pressure got to Critchlow. Good coverage and man coverage downfield either throw it away when you get that first look because you see pressure is coming you don't have a chance for a second look a misty rain falls as BYU now looks at second and 19 from the 40 so you still want to have a chance to score points before the half here as the rain intensifies and starts to look sideways here on a windy windy yeah. day here in Honolulu the forecast was for wind all week and we've really seen it in evidence yeah. it's been uh, very breezy and gusty enough to make it almost cold at times and you don't feel too cold in Hawaii too frequently <laughs> 117 to play till halftime BYU second down 19 at the 40 yard yeah. line here at Aloha Stadium so unfortunately this sets you up for another situation where you're going to have to throw and throw probably Two receiving options right, single wide left. Critchlow shotgun, defenses left hip. Joe to Bushman makes his first catch. Wide up on your sideline, 35-30, out of bounds at the 25. So BYU got 15 of the 19 back, and the clock stops as he goes out of bounds. So 110 to go until halftime. BYU third down and four, a third down and shortish type of down, first third and four of the day. And BYU on the year exactly 50%, eight of 16 on third downs and four. So again, if you're unsure about your field goal kicker, this would be a rundown. BYU one timeout remaining. Third and four, 25 of Hawaii. 
Wind into the Cougars' face right now as Critchlow claps the hands, receives the snap, throws quick down and in. Bob Bushman couldn't handle the ball. It's high, maybe slightly behind, but it's in his hands. And it's a drop. It'll go as a drop. It would have been a, for a first down. So now it's fourth down and four yeah. at the 25 of Hawaii. It was a quick developing play. Mark, quick hitter, but he's got his hands on the ball. Yeah, it would be easier if you would throw the ball in his numbers. <laughs> it, was, it was a high ball, right? Little it was a high ball on his back shoulder with a defender right with him. Tough ball to handle. So 107 now to go till halftime. Offense stays on the field. Fourth down and four. BYU one of one on fourth downs. Fourth and four, the 25. The UH 25. BYU driving in, leading at 13 to 7. 67 seconds to go till halftime. Trips left, single wide, Shumway right, throwing right down and in. Shumway makes the catch and they convert on a fourth down. Talon Shumway to the 17 yard line. Almost the same play this time with Shumway, and he makes the grab. A new skin, a beautiful catch of the game. Brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. BYU two of two on fourth downs. Now first and ten at the UH 18. Pistol handoff. Defenses. Defenses jumping at the line of scrimmage over a tackler who gets his ankle and knocks him down after a gain of one. And BYU calls its final timeout of the first half. 50 seconds to go till halftime. BYU, BYU calls Wood. their final timeout of the half. The Cougars. 30 second timeout. Should in no way trail at halftime. They're leading at 13 to 7. 50 seconds to go till the break. Second and nine at the UH 17. But BYU is now out of timeouts. BYU football is brought to you by Barbasol. Barbasol premium disposable razors. Quite possibly the best thing to happen to Barbasol since shaving cream. You're looking good, Cougars. You're shaving with Barbasol. So let's go back to that slant pattern, uh, Greg. Uh, Bushman normally will make that catch. And then Shumway did a similar tough catch to make, and he did snag it. Got both hands on their solid defender right with him, tucked it away in a hurry, and went to the ground. So it was a nice play by Shumway. Shumway makes the play. His first catch, seven yards, and moved it on a fourth down. Critchlow, by the way, nine for 15, 93 yards. Modest numbers, but no touchdowns, no picks. Passer rating of 112.1. Critchlow and Kofensis in the backfield on a second down and nine. BYU at the Hawaii 17. Ball directly between the hashes. Karoma bends over the ball and prepares to shotgun it to Critchlow. There's the snap at his belly. Critchlow, end zone's got Bushman. There's contact. There's got to be a flag on that, I would think, right? No, nothing. Bushman's immediately looking to the official, and that seemed to be a fairly evident call as there was contact and grabbing as Bushman's clearly held up at the goal line, but nothing. Nobody even thought about a flag on that Second receiver in going to the flag. I think it's a good route to run, but... uh, Huh. Well... Third down, nine at the 17 of UH. Needed to make it a little closer to him. Now, Simon's got the same route on the other side, if they want to look at that. If the Cougars don't make it on third and nine, you're looking at a 34-yarder between the hashes, even with some wind. I think you try that. 46 seconds to go till halftime. Third and nine, BYU at the Hawaii 17. Critchlow claps the hands, receives the snap, looks to his left, throws left. It is caught at the marker by Jonah Triniman. They're going to mark him very, very close, but maybe just short by inches. 35 seconds to go to halftime. The clock is running. (laughs) And the field goal unit comes in with 32 seconds now to go till halftime. It's fourth and inches. Yeah, you can't spike it. I thought you could sneak it and then spike it and have a chance to go to the end zone here. Yeah. 13 to 7. BYU's taking the safe route here. The play clock's so the game clock's already down to 15 seconds. They certainly gave him enough time. Fowler will hold the snap from Harris, and Almond will try it from the left hash. A 26-yarder. The kick is on its way, and it is into a wind, and no good. 
The Cougars do not score before halftime. A missed PAT and now a missed short field goal by Almond. Two seconds to go until halftime. BYU will likely lead at the break here, but Boy, it's a the lead game should of, be larger. It's a game of misses right now. Uh, it's pretty surprising the pass that uh, Kofensis was throwing to El Bakri. Now, they did get the touchdown in that particular drive, but it would have been uh, much better if he scored quicker on that. And then uh, Critchlow misses Kofensis on the what was going to be a sure touchdown catch. Uh, Critchlow stumbles and doesn't get the ball to tournament in an open route so it's been a, a lot of trouble well uh will take a knee and byu will end the half leading at 13 to 7 and again byu has won every game in the satake era with a halftime lead byu 13 and hawaii 7 at halftime we are at the break nate mickle down at field level with head coach kalani satake coach take the lead into halftime what do you think was the biggest factor that allowed you to get and keep the lead going into half well, I mean, our defense is playing well. The only points they have is from our, our uh, you know, pick six or whatever the turnover was. And, uh, you know, we just missed the, missed the field goal and missed the PAT, and that's the difference right now. But defense is playing well. Offense just needs to keep pounding the ball and getting there. So we'll, we'll be fine. Yeah, some big plays at the end. You had a chance to have a larger lead. Where would you like to see the most improvement from the team in the second half? Yeah, those special teams, you got to make the kicks. So we're going to score more touchdowns and make the PATs and, and kick, make the field goals go through the uprights. And then on offense, take care of the football, uh, keep running the game, running the ball, and then on on, uh, on defense, just keep doing what they did the first half. All right, thanks, Coach. Thank you. All right, Nate Mickle with Kalani Satake. BYU 13, Hawaii 7 is our halftime score. It's windy, it's wet, and I wouldn't say it's terribly wild right now. It's only 20 points, but it has been an interesting first half of play. We'll come back to recap it after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.